0: Welcome to Untapped, a weekly podcast where you can learn, apply, and share how to go beyond your human potential to live your best possible life. Join me, Natalie Sisson, on my personal challenges and experiments, including training for triathlons, as well as my interviews with inspiring everyday people who've pushed through their own mental, physical, and entrepreneurial boundaries to reach their full potential. So I've got a special treat for you today. I am about to be releasing the audio version of my book, The Freedom Plan. Now, The Freedom Plan as a book has been out since late October last year. It became a number one bestseller in two categories, but I have been waiting produce an audiobook for you because I personally am consuming audiobooks at the speed of light right now. I love them for being on the go, for being able to listen when I'm training for my triathlons, when I'm commuting, when I'm heading to airports, when I'm in the car, just any downtime that I have. I love reading through listening and so this is why I am about to produce my own Freedom Plan audiobook version which will be available on Audible. You're able to get it at thefreedomplan.co. If you're listening to this episode it may already be out or it'll be there very soon and you'll be able to grab your own copy. But in the meantime my special treat for you today is one chapter in that book that I think you are going to love. It's all about monetizing your expertise. And it also shares a little bit of a story about how I built my super profitable business, the suitcase entrepreneur, just from being myself and tapping into the skills and experience and potential that I had to create multiple revenue streams and live a really purposeful life. So I hope you enjoy it and let's just get started. Chapter five monetizing you and building your expert platform as you're probably beginning to realize there's no cookie cutter approach to freedom if you want your ideal freedom business and lifestyle then you have to chart your own path the great news is you are uniquely you and there is no one else out there like you that's your unfair advantage which you need to capitalize on how by monetizing yourself You know the values you need to be a freedomist. You've learned what your entrepreneurial superpowers are, and you've hopefully started shifting your mindset and unblocking your limited beliefs. So how do you then take that a step further and turn your talents and skills into multiple revenue streams that are all aligned with your purpose? Well, how about I share a story? Because there's no better way to get to the core of the matter and understand it than a good old explanation you can resonate with. What follows is the story of how I combined my eight years of experience in the corporate world, my time as a tech startup co founder, and my seven years running my own business to end up where I am today. This example will make it clear that every single experience you've had in life, every single thing you've done, makes up all of you, and in turn makes up all your business and lifestyle opportunities. The birth of brand Natalie Sisson. Ever since I was two years old, when my parents took me on my first overseas trip, I've had the travel bug, instilled by them. I grew up enjoying many family trips overseas, for which I am still truly grateful. Back then, kids under 12 years flew free, so that helped. Exposure to new places, cultures and languages made me a more curious child. As a result, at school, I threw myself into a variety of activities. I wrote for the school magazine. I was on several sports teams, touch rugby, netball, tennis, cricket, and I coached a junior netball team. I learned Japanese and German. I sang in the choir, learned piano, and I was always up for an adventure and volunteering for new things. By my final year at school, I had collected way too many badges on my school blazer. A few years ago, mum pulled it out of a box and handed it to me, and we both laughed at how many extracurricular activities I was involved in. I'm not sure how I managed it all. Surprisingly, nothing has changed. I adore living life to the fullest. I thrive on variety and challenge. I have a diverse social circle of friends from around the world. I still love to travel. I'm continuing to learn languages, I love to play tennis and ultimate frisbee, go sailing, surfing and skiing, do boxing and crossfit to name a few, and I'm now a triathlete. I also loved journaling as a child and did this religiously for nine consecutive years. Now I have a stack of diaries and boxes I look forward to reading over the coming years. The point of the story is to show you that the signs were there early on, that I loved writing, storytelling and charting my life adventures. When I went to university, I did two degrees in just four years. One was a Bachelor in Tourism and Service Management, and the other was a Bachelor in Information Systems. So basically, the two things I focused on with the suitcase entrepreneur. I'm thankful for the many and varied corporate jobs I've had. I was notorious for interviewing well for jobs that were above my current experience level. I'd get really good at what I did, master the skills quickly, then get bored, quit and go traveling until I ran out of money and had to come back and get another job. This happened over and over again. I amassed a wide range of skills over those eight years in a variety of different sectors, including healthcare, FMCG, fast moving consumer goods, education and safe gaming. These have become extremely handy as I've built my business, including brand development, product launches event management, customer relations, business development, team management, and so much more. I think you're starting to get the picture, right? The sum of all of me made me into who I am today and set me up for my dream role as the suitcase entrepreneur. Fast forward to when I started my business in April 2010 and realized looking back a few years later that I had combined all those fields of interest together to form my perfect lifestyle business. My love for learning and educating others, writing, producing, creating, and of course travel and adventure all got woven into my life and business. Had I known this when I was a kid, had I looked at all the things that I did during my life when I was younger, I might have started my business before I even went to university or instead of it. Would I have been ready then? Possibly not. All the great skills and experience that followed also set me up for the first business I built. My exact path to monetizing myself. As I shared in my TEDx talk, after eight years in the corporate world, honing my skills in branding, marketing, and business development, I quit my job in July 2008 when enough was enough. I was through with being in a soul-sucking environment with layers of hierarchy, egos, and bureaucracy. I took a leap of faith and headed off to Canada to play World Championship Ultimate Frisbee and start my own business in Vancouver. I met my business partner at one of the many networking events I attended, and we co-founded a technology startup, Connection Point Systems, and built Fundraiser, a Facebook fundraising app that is still going strong today. That was in September 2008, a mere two months after arriving in Canada. I learned a lot of lessons along the way, and so here they are. Step one, build your knowledge and core foundational skills. I spent 18 months helping build our company in Fundraiser. I learned so much during that time. I cut my teeth in the entrepreneurial world, I helped raise an investment round, hired team members, worked with our developers to build our app, and miraculously watched as we built an entire business from scratch with zero budget using social media. Among the many hats I wore as an entrepreneur, it was my responsibility to learn and understand how to use social media to grow our business. I threw myself into it, consuming blogs, books, videos, and attending a few online events to learn more. During that time, I started blogging at Woman's World. That blog became my entire business, which I renamed a year later to The Suitcase Entrepreneur. That blog soon became much more of a passion to me than the business we started. It tapped into my entrepreneurial superpowers and put me in a state of flow. So in 2010, I left our company with just my blog and minimal savings to start my business. The trouble is, I didn't really know what my business was. All I had was this little blog with a very small audience and a lot of skills behind me. Step two, own it. It turns out that using social media to grow your business is an area that I was very adept at by that stage. It was something entrepreneurs needed to learn and understand, and as a result, they would happily pay for training. I used it to find our customers, build our credibility, promote and market our app, get press attention, and put out all the content designed to build our brand and get leads and new customers. Combine that with years of marketing and business development skills, including launching products in different industries, running events, and growing the business. People sat up and noticed in Vancouver, and I started to develop a bit of a reputation in this area. I was using my personal blog to share tips and tactics about social media more regularly as well. Step three, work it. Upon this realization, I went all in, publishing a 12-part blog post series on using social media on my blog, which got a great amount of attention. It took a lot of effort and a long time to write such in-depth posts, but I was fully committed to share my knowledge while it was hot. I then turned that series of blog posts into a free ebook, The Social Media Workout for Entrepreneurs, that I gave away when people opted in to join my email list. Note, it took me six months of blogging before realizing I was missing out on a huge opportunity to build my list. I had no way for people to opt in and receive updates from me when they really wanted to. Please don't make that mistake. Slowly but surely, that list and my website traffic grew by a couple of hundred to a thousand or so people. Then, a few months after parting ways amicably with my business partner Daryl in April 2010, I realized I had better put these skills and talents to the test pronto, or risk going broke in a month or two. I mean, all this blogging and free content was building loyalty, trust, and my reputation, but I had no money coming in at all. Step four, put a price on it. I brainstormed what I could offer and ended up putting myself out there in a way that both scared and excited me. I advertised my social media bootcamp workshop, held over two full days and priced at Canadian $1,500. I tapped into government funding so businesses could come for much less, but I'd get the full payout. This was my first live event and a big deal for me. Luckily, I stepped into my star profile and it was a hit. I ended up selling out not one, but three workshops and going from broke to US $15,000 in less than a month. That felt so good. Especially as a few months earlier, I was seriously contemplating giving up and thinking I wasn't cut out for business. It turned out to be the first aha moment I had, where I realized I could technically take this business on the road. Yes, I'd be leaving behind my well-established network in Vancouver, but I had my online community and there was no reason... I argued, to stay put in one place when I could take this business with me in a suitcase. How, you ask? I did this by turning my social media bootcamp workshop into an online program. I flew from Vancouver to Las Vegas to hang out with friends and attend a conference or two, including Blog World, where I met many amazing people I'm still friends with to this day and really improved my blogging skills. While in Vegas, I spent over 40 long hours recording videos in Camtasia, a video editing software by speaking over the top of all my PowerPoint presentations I'd used in the workshop and essentially teaching the workshop all over again. At the end of it, I had hours and hours of content in video and audio format, plus PDF handouts. Armed with this, I marketed it to my community through my blog, social media, email, and my first ever webinar. By this stage, I was in San Francisco, staying at a friend's. The night I ran it, I was sick and had almost lost my voice, but was determined to show up. 100 people had registered, and 30 people showed up, and I made one sale of US $297 and was over the moon. Sure, it wasn't a spectacular result for over 40 hours of work, but the first dollars you make online, you never forget. Why? Because they validate that someone is prepared to pay for your knowledge in the format and package you've presented to them. From there, I took off to Buenos Aires, Argentina to test this further, and the rest is history. Ever since, I've been roaming the world, creating products and programs that meet the needs of my wonderful community, blog readers, and podcast listeners. Step five, stay hungry. It doesn't end there. As it happens in life, things got worse before they got better. I didn't make a ton more sales from that program, certainly, and not enough to live off. So I had to come up with more revenue streams. By now, I realized that people wanted interaction, coaching, and hand-holding. Enter the social media club a simple premise of a password-protected WordPress page where each month I released a short 30-minute training video on the latest and greatest updates in social media the members should know about. They also got access to a lively Facebook group and a Q&A call each month. For $19, it was a steal, and I had around 100 members at its peak. This provided a great recurring income at a time when consistent revenue was lacking. It was also a simple setup that had very few barriers to me delivering it. I think we have a tendency as we learn more and become more sophisticated in our businesses to overcomplicate things. Simple and elegant always works well for your customers. Still, that club wasn't really bringing in enough to cover my business, running costs or my lifestyle, which was minimal at best. So I had to create something else. Here's what I did. Step six, rinse and repeat. I looked to my audience and paid close attention to what they were always asking me questions about, the comments on the blog, the repeating patterns of interaction on social media, and I had an epiphany. Another one of my superpowers was to make the complex simple, especially when it came to using tools and technology. Therefore, after some research and priming my community, I went to work on creating the ultimate toolkit for evolutionary entrepreneurs. I researched and tested the best of the best tools in different areas of business like sales, marketing, finance, and then shared them in a beautifully designed ebook that cost over $2,000 to design for $47. I also offered a premium version. This included the ebook and an online component and created a mini course site to host video training and further resources, which dug in deeper to some areas and provided email access to me for questions. This was $197. I put a lot more effort into the launch. I studied Jeff Walker and a number of other gurus in the online marketing world to decipher what they were doing every step of the way to be successful during their launches, and I emulated it. I'm not going to lie. I thought I had it all figured out. I was very proud of what I put out, and the launch was a flop. The first 24 hours, silence. I distinctly remember throwing myself on the bed of my studio apartment in Buenos Aires wailing, I don't get it. What more do I need to do? Why is this launch such a failure? I cried for a good hour and held my own pity party for one. And then, slowly but surely, people responded and I started to make sales. Then, more and more over the coming weeks. More still. That product existed for a further two years before I retired it, and it made me around $25,000 altogether. Step seven repeat step six. No, seriously, I think most people underestimate how much hustle and creativity an entrepreneur needs to pour into their business in the first few years to truly get traction and get somewhere. Strategic hustle is where it's at. Create, test, validate, and fail fast, and then do it again, but better every time. Here's another example. 18 months after my first successful blog post series, I wrote and published the BYOB Build Your Online Business series. To date, I think this is some of my best work. I poured every ounce of knowledge I'd learned over two years of running my business into this. People loved it. My list grew, my blog traffic grew, sales of my existing products increased, and there was a demand for more. I think I had finally cracked it. I took this blog post series and turned it into another beautifully designed ebook of the same name, with templates and checklists. I put it up for sale after some strategic launch marketing for $37. I went further and made a premium version for $57 that included a short one-hour group coaching call with me, and then became a link future customers could access within the book. I created an audio version for fun. I sold that for $19. To my surprise, it sold well. And then I followed the bundling methodology I'd been learning by modeling others online, where I priced the book and audio at $47. That became a hit. Then around four months later, I took that book and created the next in the BYOB series called Am I Your Customer? Essentially, I'd seen a specific need for breaking down how to understand who your ideal avatar is and then go about better understanding their needs so you can market to them with more success, as well as create and validate solutions they actually need and will buy. This was also priced at $37, or you could buy both for $57. Another six months later, and I produced the third book in the BYOB series, Build Your Own Lucrative Sales Funnel. Again, this was an area where people were falling down that was holding them back. Building a successful sales funnel is critical for growing and automating your business. I was not an expert in sales funnels at the stage. I'm still not. It's a continuing area of learning and improving, optimizing and testing, and I love it. But I knew more than most of my audience at the time, and that's all you need. If you can show value and help them make more sales and get more leads, that's invaluable and something people will pay for. Collectively, over the years, I made over $120,000 from these ebooks until I pulled them from my online shop in late 2015 to simplify my offerings and make way for new ones. But it doesn't need to stop there. Keep evolving and creating. I turned this book series into the BYOB World Tour and taught the content of these ebooks in physical workshops in New Zealand, Australia, Japan, Canada, United Kingdom, and the United States. I limited these workshops to 12 people to keep it intimate and ensure ample practical learning time, although Melbourne had 18 people book in for it. I charge US $500 a head for a full day, plus my digital books were included as added value. While I didn't technically need to do this, my online offerings were set up in a way to give me more freedom and revenue for far less work than organizing events. I was already traveling to all of these places, and there is nothing like the personal touch. More importantly, I realized I most value in-person connections with my community, which I wasn't getting from my online interactions. That's why in chapter two, I go over the smile formula and apply it to myself on a regular basis. And in chapter four, I cover knowing your entrepreneurial superpowers. Your work has to align with your values and purpose. Step eight, align your vision. I share all this so you can see how much strategic hustling I had to do to get to where I needed to be. With each and every action I took, I created more momentum and opportunity to expand on what I already had. It began to snowball. I also listened and learned from my audience, building and creating products that they were actually asking for, not that I thought would be cool to work on and release. These days, the gurus will tell you how you can quickly get rich if you just follow their formula. Each person is trying to teach the method they mastered to build a profitable business. While they will have some merit, they won't usually work for you. The thing is, as we went over in chapter four, your unique superpowers will work best in a custom-designed business model that suits your strengths, skills, and tendencies, not theirs. All of these revenue streams I created were in alignment with my superpowers and my lifestyle vision, which meant that none of them required me to be doing anything in person unless I chose to, like I did with my workshops, or full-time. Most of my work became automated over time and delivered in the cloud instantly to my lovely customers without my input. I designed my business for everyday freedom. I put in a massive initial effort up front to set up and create residual recurring income streams for years to come so I could go on to travel to 70 plus countries, live out of a suitcase and bounce around the world for six and a half years. I could go offline for days or even weeks at a time and know that everything was taken care of. By year two, I had started hiring a small but nimble virtual team of part-time contractors to help me do that even more. This took the pressure off me and was bliss. I built a multiple six-figure business by teaching what I know, monetizing myself, being ridiculously helpful, very accessible, and transparent. By taking action to create and produce things that people actually find valuable, useful, and worth paying for, I've helped them go on to enjoy their own freedom plan journey. You can, and should do this too, on your own terms, with your own sweet spot, for your own mission-driven purpose. Step nine, seize the opportunity. Along with all this goodness came paid speaking opportunities, introductions to movers and shakers, invitations to events and conferences from which great partnerships formed, including with my dear friend, Natalie McNeil. We released We Mastermind, the Women Entrepreneurs Mastermind in 2012, a 12-week course teaching you how to launch online, which brought in multiple six figures between us over two years. We added in physical retreats on cruise ships to destinations like the Caribbean as a high ticket item to coach and teach motivated women entrepreneurs in person. My Amazon best selling book, The Suitcase Entrepreneur, came out of all the knowledge and understanding I'd gleaned from my BYOB series and years of one on one and group coaching. I've been featured in incredible major press across the world and have grown this business that I adored while travelling the world, meeting the most awesome people and changing people's lives. I feel very blessed. The world really is your oyster when you open your mind to what's possible and align it once again with how you want to live your life and those perfect day moments you desire. Creating your unique freedom business. My story is just one example of a route you can take to build your own freedom business based around you. But there are hundreds of thousands of people who've gone off and figured out their own route based on what they already know, the skills they already have, and more importantly, the lifestyle they desire. Let's dive into just a handful that I've discovered and researched for you in the next chapter. What you learned in this chapter. The exact way in which I built my revenue streams from scratch. Nine key steps to take to monetize yourself using your sweet spot. So, I hope you enjoyed chapter five of the Freedom Plan. I gave you the full thing. I thought, why not just treat you to it? If you enjoyed what you listened to, there's so much more juicy goodness in the Freedom Plan book. So, head across to thefreedomplan.co and you'll find out more details on how you can get the print version, the digital version, and hopefully the audiobook version. If you have read my book already, I would so appreciate, and I can't actually tell you how much I'd appreciate if you left a short review on Amazon for me. It's really easy to find. Just punch in The Freedom Plan or Natalie Sisson. Go to write a review. Leave your honest thoughts about the book and please rate it. Five stars are great, but rate it whatever you feel you want to rate it. It is so hard as an author to get people who have read my book who have told me how much they enjoyed it or they loved it or how much it helped them to actually then go that little step further and say something online so that other people who find the listing can go, huh, all these people have said wonderful things about this book. I want to grab it as well. And I, as an author, have been doing that a lot more for other people's books that I've read because I appreciate how important it is. It takes a minute of your time, trust me, and it means the world to me and lasts a lifetime. So head across to Amazon, find the book there, and please do leave a review if you have read The Freedom Plan or The Suitcase Entrepreneur already. And I will shout out to you in the next podcast. Now go tap into your potential and get paid to be you and live a life on purpose.